everybody. This is pop culture critic John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. On this episode, Mom reviews the ABC sitcom Bless This Mess. Let's bring her in now. Hi, Mom. Hi, John. Boy, it's been a while, huh? It's been a little while. Our move to Tuesdays created a little break. Do not panic. We are here. We're podcasting. We're ready. How about you? Are you ready, Mom? I'm I'm ready. You've got a lot of pent-up podcast energy, I bet. Yes, I do. I have many, 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 many things to talk about and many questions. All right. Well, uh, I'll, I won't hold you back. Uh, I understand you took a trip to Colorado last week. I have been to Colorado, and it is quite a beautiful, beautiful state, made only more beautiful by the presence of your sister. Oh, yeah, you went out to visit Jenna. Now, uh, and my, my fir- sister, too. That's right. You brought your sister along. It was a very sisterly trip. Well, I guess not for yes, you. Yes, it was. You only had one sister there. Oh, I only had one sister. You only had one sister. That's true. It wasn't a sisterly trip at all. Maybe I should just shut up. Yeah, you have no idea what you're talking about, as usual. Um. So how much of the devil's tobacco did you smoke while you were out there? Well, none, but let me just tell you, you can't pass anything that doesn't sell their version of, of CBD or hemp, this or that. Oh, really? Yes. It is quite daunting. <laughs> I mean, even the airport, they even sell it in the airport. I mean, it's just, it's just rampant. It's just such a thing. Really? Um, they sell weed in the really airport? Is. Well, it isn't weed. Yeah. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not yeah. weed. Yeah, it's whatever that other stuff is. But it's everywhere. It's incredible. Um, we also went to a wildlife sanctuary. Oh. Yes, a very beautiful one where they have, um, you know, tigers and lions Um Apparently there's camels, but we had walked so far. The only thing that didn't really hurt on me was my ovaries because, man, there's a lot of walking. Wow, you got strong ovaries. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Yeah, they're stout. Yeah, I was aching like. at the end of it, but it's it, it's really something to see because they're in an in as natural a habitat. It's not like going to the zoo where where you're several feet from an animal, it's it's best if you would take a pair of uh, binoculars mm. to see the animals because they're quite far away. But we did see a tiger that was resting in the, in the shade and we watched her mate or her, you know, her area mate walk very slowly, stalkingly across the field and came up right behind her and gave her a little tweak on her, on her backside. And it was just like cats, like cats with little kitty cats would do. That's cute. 
Now, you called her, it was, her area mate. You think she's got men in every port? Well, I don't know if it was two men or two girls or a, one of each. I don't know. <laughs> I see. You know. It's you imagined it to be close. a playful interaction between a married couple of large cats, though. I did. Yeah. That's how I imagined it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just very cute. But the one question that I have, and, and maybe you have the answer to this, but mm. when we went in and I was paying for our admission, they asked for my license. Oh. You got any thoughts on that? You mean they, they took it? Well, they took it and maybe took a picture of it. But they they gave they didn't hold it is what I mean, right? No, no. Yeah, okay. No. And uh, why does this trouble you? Well, I find it very odd, don't you? Are you driving what? in this sanctuary? No, you're, no. Oh. Maybe they need some sort of identification so they can ID their remains in case a tiger devours well, that you. Well, was, that was my thought, but yeah. nobody was biting at that idea. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I would like to know, uh, but I, you know, I was just sort of like feeling like, well, don't ask a lot of questions and look like a, look like an idiot. So. Right. You saved the asking questions and looking like an idiot for the podcast. Thank you for that. <laughs> it really makes the show crackle. Well, maybe somebody has a, has a reason for me. So you think that somebody in the listeners knows why a wildlife preserve in Colorado would request your ID? Well, maybe they've been there. Maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe there is a very logical reason uh, why they do that. Okay. Well, this is... You know, why, if, you, if they want your address, just ask for your address and I'll say no and that'll be the end of it. I don't know. That was confusing. Now, listen to this. This was the most amazing thing, I think. You may not. Hmm. There's a yarn store that I like to order from called the Loopy U, and it is in Fort Collins, Colorado. Jenna took me there. It was very exciting. I got yarn for new sweaters for Leo and Eve and a few other things to make, and it was very, very exciting. And then... We met the girl at the checkout counter who graduated from Kearsarge and lived in Bradford. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. These are all local, local school district, local town mom's talking about. Wow, yes, that's crazy. She said, I bet I'm the only one in the store that knows where, where you live. Wow, what a coincidence. Isn't that crazy? And then, Johnny, almost every other store we went into had a New Hampshire reference. We went into this store that sells maps and, and puzzles, and we were looking at these specific uh, coffee cards that, that had the states on them. And I was looking for New Hampshire, and, of course, I, didn't, I missed it. And uh, so the guy that owns the store came up and Oh, he said, New Hampshire is the one state I can never step foot in again. And then he told us the story of his friend sleeping on the beach at Hampton Beach and throwing rocks at the some store down there. And it was just weird. Every place we went. Wait, throwing rocks. He can't go a step foot in the state again because someone was throwing rocks. Was he throwing rocks at people on Hampton Beach? 
Well, some of his friends were throwing rocks, I guess, at the pavilion. Well, I don't want that person back in the state ever. (laughs) I didn't get his name. Sorry. Having never been to Colorado, let me just stipulate that up front. So this is just just picture my ass and the rest of this uh, little monologue is going to be talking out of it. But, (laughs) um, you know, and we don't have television. Isn't that sad? Thank God for that. And uh, I just feel like maybe there's a kindred spirit. These are two states that strike me as um, libertarian leaning. Right. Yeah. Um, And rugged. Um, very natural states. Yes. Um, two states that love to get high. So I think maybe there's maybe a lot of New Hampshire people. Yeah, I know people who uh, I went to school with who are out in Colorado now. Well, they seem to love it. You know, if yeah. you love it, you really, really love it. It's funny you mentioned Hampton Beach. I was having lunch with a friend last week, and uh, he's never even been to um, New England. And I said... Uh, well, they're pretty tiny states. It's easy to miss. Um, and he was just like, uh-huh. First, didn't get the joke. So it was a good start to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, really he, gives you confidence to keep going. Yeah. yeah. So he starts telling me about this guy he knows who does live in New Hampshire and um, said, yeah, he lives. He's All I know is he lives somewhere near the coast, so it could be anywhere. And I said, well, and says... <laughs> He says, I, I'm sorry, I just don't, it keeps going on and on. I don't know why he kept pushing this point and wouldn't let me get a word in edgewise, but it could be, I don't know where it is, it could be anywhere. He was playing up his lack of knowledge, and I just finally got a word, and I said, actually, no, there's like 11 miles of coastline in New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, people don't realize, you know, people can't picture those states, right? But New Hampshire's a little corner that pokes out on the ocean, Um, And everything else is Maine or Massachusetts. It just gets squeezed by those other two states. Um, So I said to him, you've practically pinpointed where your friend lives because there's not (laughs) seacoast is a very grand term for what New Hampshire has. So that that was kind of fun. The one thing I do want to mention that Jenna has quite near her is the Carousel of Happiness. There's a man that lives near her that has carved all these animals on the carousel. Um, it plays old-timey music, so it's kind of fun. And we took a ride on that. It was really fun. I did not pick an animal that went up and down, but would you like to guess what animal, not knowing anything about the carousel of happiness, would you like to guess what animal I rode? What animal you rode? A uh, guinea pig? No, they didn't have a guinea pig. Well, you just said I don't know anything about the merry-go-round, so I'm That's guessing true. here. You invited well, me to me guess blind. I, do a little... <laughs> I wrote the lion. <laughs> okay, good. The lion who didn't go up and down. He didn't go up and down, but I wanted to ride him so much I chose him. <laughs> okay. So this was like an indie merry-go-round you rode? It's just in a little building all by itself. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to say also. Uh, it's Colorado is quite a mix. It's kind of quirky. It's kind of hippie. It does have its city-fied areas. Mm-hmm. And once I started to think it was somewhat like New Hampshire, I really got comfortable there. I bet, yeah. See, so I'm, I'm not wrong. It is somewhat like New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly so, but it was a wonderful place to visit. And if you like to hike, which I don't, 
it's, I'm sure, wonderful for that. And there's lots of fun shopping there. Um, lots of good food. Oh, you don't even like and... to shop or eat either. What did you have to do? <laughs> Poor Jenna is shipping home all my purchases. Oh, boy. I feel bad about that, but she did offer and said it wasn't too much of a pain in the neck. But Yep, you'll be getting those for Christmas. <laughs> I think she's better than you at that. Yeah, probably. Because she'll want to clean out her, her guest room. Uh, yeah, because she has so many guests, after all. Well, maybe she does. You know, you don't know everything about her. Wow, okay. Well, you cornered me there. <laughs> anyway, I think it would be a wonderful state to visit, and you and Anna should take your children there and enjoy it a lot. <laughs> okay, we'll do our best. Yeah. Um, anything else now, you want? Yeah. Well, I'm just not. I didn't just invite you to Jenna's house, though. So. Well, you kind of did. No, but I didn't mean to. I know I just did, but I didn't mean to do that. I just want to say this: that you know, I was away from my house for a whole week, and I was so happy to see Dad when I got home, and I was very happy to see the cat, who. When we went up to bed and got in bed, jumped up and bit my hand. Ah, oh, jeez. I threw his bed on the floor, and we haven't spoken since. Well, a little, maybe he's a little mad at you. Well, maybe. And I just did want to also say that we did run into somebody that lived in Charleston, Charlestown, Massachusetts, who had her car stolen six times while she lived there. Six times? Wow. So, but that was Massachusetts, not New Hampshire. And I got the tint off my car. So oh. Everybody in the whole world is happy now. Oh, good. Good. So, wait, what happened when you went to the um, dump to get it certified? Was even he like, um, that's against the law, ma'am? To the dump? What are you talking you about? You said you were taking it to some dump or junkyard to get it. To oh, nobody these... would do it. Nobody would do it. Nate did it. He won. I hate him. He won. He got to take the tint off. Does it just peel right off? Apparently, it's not that hard to get off. What's hard to get off is the adhesive that holds it to your window. Oh, interesting way of framing it. Seems like a distinction without a difference, but okay. Uh, shall we move on to our review? Yes, let's. Okay. This week, Mom and I are talking about Bless This Mess. After a brief first season in the spring, Bless This Mess has returned to ABC for a second season to continue the story of Mike and Rio Levine Young, two New Yorkers who move to Nebraska when Mike inherits an old farmhouse. Dax Shepard, you know him as the host of Spin the Wheel, of course, and Lake Bell star as the two city mice who have taken to the country and they are joined by a lively cast that includes Pam Greer as the town sheriff, although I have it here in my notes as Pam Fryer. Whoops. I'm glad I caught that when I read it. <laughs> Pam Greer as the town sheriff, not Pam Freer. David Keckner as a local farmer, and Ed Bagley Jr. as a haggard old man squatting in the barn. Here's a clip. Yes, please. You gotta be kidding me. Well... 
There goes the season. Can you believe that? Yes, I can. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, you guys. The last thing that I wanted to do was let all of you guys down, you know? I, I mean, look, we moved out here. We thought we were going to be farmers, and you saw how that turned out. Not too good. <laughs> no, I know. That was hard. And we stayed because of you. The community that you guys have here is just unbelievable. I mean, you just, you show up for each other. You know each other so well. We want to be a part of that so bad. Amen. But just, I just don't want to chase that pig, guys. Oh, no, Seriously, just it's just the only thing that I would ask, please, that you accept, because we are all in. All the way. So let's start by, Linda, I want you to do my hair real bad. Yes, finally. I can't wait to thicken those highlights. Good. That's great. I think we should start with just like a small section and just sort of like do a test. Oh no, we're doing the whole thing. I think we should just, anyway, but, but sure, we'll do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> do the whole thing. <laughs> New episodes of Bless This Mess air Tuesdays on ABC. You can also stream this series on Hulu. <laughs> Mom, if you were writing a tweet about watching this show, would it be hashtag blessed or hashtag cursed? Oh, that's quite a choice, but... Uh, or hashtag blurst. I certainly would... Uh, I, uh, I, I, hashtag save your time. Okay. Okay. We'll see if that one catches on. <laughs> save your time. Okay. So you were not a fan of Bless This Mess. Uh, no. And I think I caught a little bit of it. Or maybe I didn't. When it came on last year, I had a lot of problems with this show. Okay. Lay it on me. Um, okay. Uh, you know, I love um, Zach. Dax, you mean? Name? Dax? What is his name? Dax Shepard? Zach, yeah. Dax. Love him. Not Spell Zach. It. Dax. How much do you love him? You don't even know his name. I can't read my writing. Spell it for me. D-A-X. Oh, X. That's what I have. A K instead of an X. Okay. I, I'm not a big fan of Lake Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get very distracted. And, you know, this is not... This is... This is not really like a criticism... But an observation, because listen to me, I was observing people in the airport all day yesterday, and I mean all day, and it wasn't until I got on the flight to get home and sat down that I realized I had my pants on and inside out. Oh, my God. You're inside out? Inside out. Now, they weren't jeans. You know, they weren't jeans. They were part of us. Anyway, shall I move on? What, what, what does this have to do with anything? Well, it's just that it's, it's about distraction, you know? It's like not judging. I'm not, I'm trying not to insult, oh, I but see. I get very distracted by her mouth because it just seems crazily large <laughs> to me. She, she does have a toothy grin, sure. She's got a big smile. Let's put it that way. Yes, very big. It's a little scary, though, because it seems like you could get caught in it. But anyway, 
I'm sure she's a very, very lovely person. Um, I'm sure she is. I, I've never, this is one of the, you know, there's those people who, um, you know, Rob Riggle, I mentioned a few weeks ago. Let me shit on him yes. for no, with no apparent point again. But um, I mentioned because he's one of those people who I just never got. I just never, like, I never saw what the big appeal was. Lake Bell is another person with me. She's been successful. Um, <clears throat> my wife, Anna, when we were talking about this a little bit, a bit um, referred to her as a go-getter. She does seem like a go-getter. Yeah. Um, in terms of just she's gotten so many projects done. She's very creative. She's one of the creators of this show. Um, she uh, created and starred in a movie called In a World about, like, voiceover artists in Hollywood. I couldn't even finish this movie. So dull. Uh, wasn't yeah. having it. But critically, you know, it got pr- fairly good reviews, so I'm in the minority. Yeah. I don't get Lake Bell. Well... You know, Johnny, I really didn't either. And I felt like in this show, let's see, Mike and Rio are too similar. Mm. Yeah. And it and it looked like in the end, the only um, protagonist was uh, Susie Essman, her <laughs> mother, who, who plays her mother. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you watch the King of Queens, the there's some tension between mm. the husband and wife in that. And this was these these were like two peas in a pod, making it just frenetic. That's an excellent point. Now they do they try to shine some daylight between them in that Dax is maybe Dax maybe integrates a little more, right? It's his yeah. great aunt who left him the farmhouse. It seems like <clears throat> now both of us have just seen the season two premiere, right? So we're not. Right, that was the fair. that was the idea is that we jump in fresh. I think that TV can work that way. Um, obviously, they are expecting people to tune in for the first time, and this season premiere was really structured to give you all the background that you needed. Um, wow. There was artfully placed um, exposition throughout the episode so that you caught up. That you know they used to live in New York, and there's the bit about Lake Bell. Um, Rio, rather, having her stylist in New York, who she prefers to do her hair. So they they right. built, they yeah. connected all the dots for you if you haven't watched the show before, as any um, competent writing staff would do when a series is entering its second season, especially after a short first season that people might have missed yeah, altogether, yeah. right? Um, yeah. But so they sh- try to shine some daylight between um, Rio and Mike insofar as Mike is a little more into Nebraska but I think it's a great point mom there's not they're they're pretty similar like there's yeah. a little sh- daylight shining through but not a lot you know and there's a, he says something and she jumps right on it and it really almost made my head spin it was because I feel like that's his stick that's what he's good at um, what what is just that funny uh, jab, uh, you know, like a jab of funniness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she piles on, which I think detracts from him, and it just seems sad, like you're jumping on that. Mm. So you think that he's he's providing most of the comic energy here, and she kind well, of rides his coattails a little bit. Right, uh, as opposed to uh, establishing herself as a 
as a humorous whatever if they have to do that. But to me, uh, to me, when all was said and done, this just felt like rapid fire. I'm funny. You're funny. We're funny. We're all funny. Let's be funny. Uh, it was too much. Now, I asked you this. Yes. There was a show on with this same premise when I was growing up called Green Acres. And it certainly had its cast of uh, quirky people, but the absurdity was much slower. Yeah. And I don't know, have you really <laughs> ever seen Green Acres? Sure. Yeah, I saw it, you know, it was on Nick at Night for a long time, so I've I've seen a number yeah. of episodes of it. I mean, one difference, you know, we're talking about the um, differences between the husband and wife, and one difference in Green Acres is, yes, they're both um, transplants from New York, but the lawyer husband really wants to be out in the country, yeah. and his wife, um, Lisa, play, was it Ava Gabor? Ava, right? Yeah, yeah um, I think so, Ava, yeah. Ava Gabor, uh, his wife, doesn't. she doesn't want any part of it. So she, you have that contrast set up in the premise, I mean, set up in the theme song. They basically sing Correct. their attitudes to you in the famous Green Acres theme song. Green Acres is the place to be. Hard living is the life for me. Land spreading out so far and wide. Manhattan, just give me that countryside. New York is where I'd rather stay. I got allergic smelling hay. I just adore a penthouse view. Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue. And that's that's a pretty marked difference, right? It is, and also that she longs for New York still, but you know, is being a good sport and going along with it, whereas he is putting on his overalls and really trying to be a farmer, Mm. Um, you know, and then they have the various funny people in the town. But there's a little bit of tension between the husband and the wife that makes it make sense. Yep. This bless this mess, uh, I think they've really nailed it. With that title, because it's it's just too it's too much it's it's too much. I was tired after I watched it. Interesting, because one of the things I remarked after um, I watched the season premiere was that I you know it didn't make me laugh as much as I wanted, but I liked the pace. I liked that each scene um, got yeah. its point across, and then boom, you're on to the next one. They pack a number of scenes into this episode, and. Yeah. We get to the premise of the second season premiere is that it's the kickoff for the Nebraska Cornhuskers college football team. And the town always has a big celebration at someone's house. And uh, it happens that the Levine Youngs are selected at random to host the big party this year. And what I liked is that we pretty much get right into the party. Like there's a couple scenes of prep and then we have a commercial break and then we're at the party and it's all going down. Um, it happens really quick. And I I did enjoy that part of it. It felt like it moved, except and I think this was a I think this was just a misstep in writing a decision that didn't pan out. They have um, Rio Lake Bell's sort of character growth happen 
as she's trying to catch this pig that they want to chase. Like part of the tradition right. is that they all chase a greased pig, and she's trying to catch right. this pig that has gotten loose. So there's a few scenes of her just talking to a pig. And again, for me, Lake Bell's charisma does not leap off the screen. So the, yeah. for me, the show just went totally slack in those scenes. Yeah. Some of it, to me, was over the top in that they've lost the pig for the greased pig competition. And, you know, Zach comes up and... Dax. And <laughs> I've written down three different things in my notes. Maybe I can't hear in Colorado. Um, he, he rips off his shirt and greases himself up and he's going to replace the pig. And I just thought, Oh my God, this is, this is just too much. That's what I felt like, you know? Yeah. Because you've sort of calibrated yourself for Dax to be, and maybe this is, maybe we have to watch more. Um, although it sounds like you're not going to, but maybe we have to watch more as they calibrate this character. But is he the voice of reason or is he throwing himself in whole hog? No pun intended. It, it was hard to gauge from this particular episode, right? Right, right. But And I'm going to tell you, this is the beginning of the second season. They've had some time to work all yes. this out. So I expected uh, a tight production. Yeah, it's true. You, it's true. I'm not, you don't have more time. As far as I'm concerned, you had all that time when I wasn't watching to try this and try that. And I'm ready for the for the, you know, I'm done with the dress rehearsal. Show me the show. Yes. Well, I think that's totally fair. I will say that I think that they designed this episode to concentrate on Lake Bell's character and to, you know, she was the fully rounded one in this episode, and he was kind of like a supporting character for her. I wonder if next week maybe it's a little reversed. But I, th- I uh, this well, doesn't really dispute what you're saying. You're right. It's the right. they've got half an hour to get everything across. Right. Maybe it was too ambitious, but that's that's for the writers uh, and the producers to decide, not me. Um, I'm just going to judge you on what you presented to me. Yeah. You know, it's like going to a fine restaurant and you say, oh, the chef here can do this and this and this. And I have my meal and it's OK, but I'm probably not coming back. Mm. So this is this is the restaurant. I'm not revisiting again. <laughs> okay. But you would revisit the Green Acres restaurant. Is that right? Yes, I would. You would rather watch an episode of Green Acres than another episode of Bless This Mess. Is that fair to say? I would. Can you watch Green Acres? Is it airing anywhere? Uh, I didn't. I really didn't know how to work Jenna's television. Uh, <laughs> I hardly know how to use my own television, but uh, I couldn't uh, check that or I didn't check that. Yeah. But I, I will today uh, just for comparison, just so that I can convince myself I know what I'm talking about. Watch. <laughs> it'll be horrible. It'll be terrible. Mm, it might be bad. It, it might. It might be bad. It yeah. might be bad. Uh, yeah. But you have to remember the times in which you watch it, because I, I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet that the language was more interesting than the language that we use today is. The language. Well, no, what, what do you mean? More, more rich, really. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just say that with no knowledge of all at all. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Well, can I just say this? Yeah. Can I say this? I'm a little jet lagged 
today. Really? Two well, hours? You know, Is that jet lag? No, once you get used to two hours, you know, I forget. I get very confused now. Have I gained two hours? Have I lost two hours? Um, am I supposed to be tired now? Uh, all I know is that I am tired right now, and that's all I know. Let's uh, talk about a couple of the supporting members of the cast. Uh, I was happy to see a couple people, I guess, who have been nice to me in the past. So I okay. was happy to see them. Oh, well, one th- of, then this is this is solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of them was David Keckner, who I always love. Um, David Keckner. Oh, I always didn't like him. Really? Is he the one that did a poop on the floor in the office? Yes. He he played Todd Packer on the office. And yes. He was just such an ass. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. All right. So go ahead. David Keckner came in one time to play Pick a Choice at the AV Club. And um, he was just a total delight. One of my favorite people. He was very good at the game, first of all, as you would expect. Since it's in Yeah. Why would I expect that? Well, because he's a he's experienced in uh, comedy and improv comedy, and Pick a Choice was an improv comedy game, so he was very good at it. All right. And also, I was uh, so happy to see Jim O'Hare, who played Jerry Gergich. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On Parks and Recreation, um, he's not even in the credited cast. I guess he's just a recurring guest star. Um, wow. But just playing sort of his, his, the character he always plays is on the TV show, the AV Club TV show. And uh, we used to do an interview and then a little game. Um, you know, often I would write a quiz or a little game for the guests. Right. And um, I wrote him a, um, a... I remember him. Do you remember him? I wrote him a yeah. ga- Game of Thrones. One of my favorite moments of the whole TV series came with Jim O'Hare because I wrote him this Game of Thrones quiz and he said he wasn't a big fan of Game of Thrones, which was part of somehow part of the joke. I forget um, exactly yeah. how this came together, but it was all he was, you know, he was in on the gag, but he didn't know what the questions were going to be. And so I'm asking him these questions um, and uh, I I asked him a question. I forget. All I remember is that the joke of the question was um, this woman used um a particular kitchen instrument to beat up another character. What was the instrument? And the choices were um, like a ladle, a spoon, or a different kind of ladle. And when I said a different kind of ladle, he just got this look on his face that was the classic Jerry Gergich, like, huh, what? And I was just, it filled me with such delight to have elicited the Jerry Gergich huh face from Jim O'Hare himself with my dumb quiz. I just, I remember it so vividly just because I was so happy uh, for that to happen. And he really yeah, was, yeah. I mean, obviously he's much smarter than his character on the show, but he does yeah, have those so. those lovable mannerisms. Oh God, that was so much fun. So that was some fun I got out of this show. I'm with you. It's not the... You know, there it had its moments. Uh, I do like the pace, but it's just, um, it's a little flat. It's a little flat, yeah. I think they need to take out some of the, the quirk. Oh, you think so? Really? Yeah, and you know, maybe it was just Colorado. I don't know. It was It was too much for me. Now, one of the reasons we picked this show 
is because it did star Dax Shepard, who we all know and love as the host of the uh, National Phenomenon Game Show. We all love him as the host. No. We all love him as the host of Spin the Wheel. And uh, it so happens that Fox has not announced a second season of Spin the Wheel yet. The show has not been canceled, but it has not been renewed. Um, And so I'd just like to take this opportunity and use the Pop Mom platform to remind Fox that it's time to order a second season of Spin the Wheel so that we can watch more people um, spin the gigantic wheel and so that we can again hear Dax Shepard say, Look out for those back to zeros. (laughs) What you have to say is, Oh, oh, I have something else to tell you. But what you have to say is, I'm buying every product that that show advertises. That's right. Every every um, swill, soda pop, or processed meat carcinogen you want to sell That's to right. me during Spin the Wheel, sure, I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah, you want me to get yeah. a Slurpee at 7-Eleven? Well, I haven't been to a 7-Eleven in like 20 years, but I will go um, you if if... You just renew spin the wheel. Here come those back yeah, to zeros. It. Look out! <laughs> Look out for those back to zeros. That's all I Listen want. Listen to me. I have something to tell you. Oh, tell me. A number of years ago, I entered a um I forget what it's called, but like a lawsuit against a company. And it was against the Starkist company that packaged their tuna light, lightly. Yeah. Like a class action suit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I entered that because because I got that notice, and I don't know how they find out that you found out that you bought that stuff, but anyway, I signed up for it and I got my settlement in the mail while I was away. Do you want to guess how much they sent me? Um, a dollar seventy-five. Five dollars and three cents worth of product. Oh, worth it? Not even a check? Not even a check. <laughs> product, so I can go to the store and buy five dollars. And I think, and I think I don't usually buy Starkist. But why would you? Why would you buy Starkist after they screwed you? Why would you? Why would I go back and buy Starkist products? Yeah. You know, I'm betting that the lawyers were not paid in Starkist coupons. That's just my guess. Yeah, that would be a fine guess. So I thought that was interesting that I was expecting uh, even coupons for more than that. Yeah, yeah. So this has nothing to do with Bless This Mess or Spin the Wheel that you're talking about right now. No, but I wanted to tell you because I forgot, and I'm jet-lagged, so I think I should be allowed this one. Okay. Well, I'm not sure two hours counts as jet-lagged, but all right. Um, we'll, we'll allow it. Uh, what is your grade for Bless This Mess, Mom? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid D. Uh-oh. <laughs> I managed to play it every week. You want a different you want a different sound for D? Well maybe we should work this out sometime. <laughs> are those <laughs> Are those the only two sad ones you have? 
Um, when you come to visit, we're going to work on that. Okay. Well, I all I threw a buzzer in there too. Um, I saw. I heard. I could play a little of the WKRP theme song. No, 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 no. Baby, if you've ever wondered. No. Okay. I still got that loaded in from last time. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's a D for bless this mess. Mom, do you have a recommendation for us this week? Um, I don't have a, have a good recommendation, but I just want to tell you, I read a couple books from Reese's uh, book club, who I assume is Reese Witherspoon. Uh, I, but I just read The Alice Network. I'm always fascinated with uh, war stories, and this one was like Groundhog Day. They were constantly riding in a car, constantly talking about the woman being pregnant. The main character is pregnant, and they're, now they're riding in the car again, and now she's pregnant and throwing up, and now they're riding in the car. And these were, the story was supposed to be about women spies in the First and Second World War, which were a true entity, mm-hmm. um, but this historical novel did not really do it justice and I think there's a lot better ones out there and if anybody has a suggestion for a better one um, I'm all ears so this is an anti-recommendation it is sort of an anti-recommendation of the Alice next steer clear if you're at the bookstore and you find yourself coming up on a display an end cap display perhaps of the Alice network don't be fooled don't be enticed by the marketing push mom says Steer clear of the Alice Network. That's right. I want to go back to this uh, bit about Reese's Book Club. First of all, how are you following this book club if you don't even know whose book club it is? Oh, it just has this. I read another book um, a while ago, and it had this same stamp on it. Oh, it, it has like a sticker it, that says Reese's it has book a, Yeah, it has a sticker on there. It could be the peanut butter cup people, right? Oh, it could <laughs> I never even thought yeah. of that. Yeah. Now here's, that I would read. Yeah, here's a good book to enjoy with some peanut butter cups. Oh my God, you may be onto a whole marketing thing. Yep. And if they advertise during Spin the Wheel, let me tell you, I <laughs> will buy those peanut butter cups. <laughs> you would buy those peanut butter cups anyway. Well, don't tell them that. I just want I just want more people spinning that giant wheel. That's all I want. I'll review well, bless I don't this. think that's too much to ask. Put Dax in something, I'll review it, whatever you want. <laughs> I think you have a man crush. On Dax? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think Dax is pretty great. Uh, as you know, I came to truly appreciate the uh, hosting job he did within the uh, production prison of Spin the Wheel. Oh, my God. Fine. That's it. That'll do it. That's all for this week's edition of Pop Mom. Mom and I will be back next week. Remember, we're on Tuesdays now for the time being, for the foreseeable future. And how much of the future can any of us truly foresee? Not a great deal. Well, but I think you should tell them Why? I should tell them, oh, because I work on my, uh, you want me to plug the column? Yeah. I uh, do. Because I work on my uh, football column, uh, Block and Tackle, on um, on Thursdays. Uh, you know, I work on it throughout the week, but mo- most intensely on Thursdays. It goes up Fridays, uh, late Friday mornings on the AV Club, avclub.com. 
a football column called Block and Tackle. Now, you may be thinking, football, what do I want to do with that? And that's fine. Right. If that's, but I'll right. tell you what, the, the most common remark I get on this column is, I don't even care about football, and I still read this column. That's right. All right. That really will do it now for this, for this edition enough. of Pop Mom. Uh, for real now. Mom and I will be back next week to talk about more pop culture. We're on Tuesdays now. Should I explain why? Oh, my God. We're caught in a loop. What should we talk about next week, I love you, Daddy. What, what should we talk about next week, Mom? Oh, yeah, shit. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, something interesting. <laughs> All right, shit, something interesting. Wow, that should be a spicy episode of Pop Mom next time, so you want to tune in for that. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends we love you. Mom and I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now, Mom. Bye, Johnny. I already said I love you. (laughs) I love you too. Shit.